What's up, hyphen Mississippi, hyphen in the United States, and hopefully hyphen abroad. Hope you're doing all right today. And everybody else that's listening, I hope you had a great week, and I would like to welcome you in for this weekend's show. Uh, We're going to be talking about some things. Hopefully we can dive into this pretty quick. I am finishing up the week at Mississippi Camp Meeting 2022, and it has been an exciting week. We've heard the Word of God. We've felt the Spirit of God move, and it's been exciting. So with that, I have been inspired, and I knew I would, so I brought my podcasting system. I'm in my hotel room. My family's doing something in the room, and I just want to talk with you just for a little bit. So... Uh, We're going to cue the intro and we're going to dive into what I feel like is the spiritual pharmaceutical number three, and that is the fictional story of failure being final. Let's cue the intro. Hey, what's up, guys? First, I'd like to say I hope you've had an awesome week, and I want to extend a huge thank you to you all for joining in with me on the podcast today. I believe that the hyphen generation is ready to unlock and experience the greatest revival that this world has ever known. On this podcast, we will focus on preparing, equipping, and empowering hyphen across our nation and world to engage with purpose, their great commission. Your time is here and now. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and this is the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. What's up, guys? Again, I would like to say welcome to the show. Um, let's just dive right in. I want to read to you the definition to the word fiction because while I was in one of the camp meeting services, the preacher was preaching, and I heard him begin to talk, and then my mind started to go into a different direction, and I started thinking about you guys. And I started to think about the world that you live in in 2022 you are standing in a position and in a situation where life is a little bit harder on you than it has been on the, the generations before you. And I say that not because you work harder or things of that nature, but I say that because mentally you are challenged. Mentally you are at the door of anything you want at any time you want. And so at the fingertips of your life, It's almost as if failure is standing there waiting for you to knock at the door because everywhere you look, there's opportunity to fail. And so while I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the cancel culture that we have all of a sudden found ourselves in. The cancel culture says if you make a mistake or if you fail or if you say the wrong thing or if they find out you said the wrong thing 20 years ago, They're going to try to cancel you because it's a cancel culture that we live in. However, I want to make sure that you understand this hyphen or anyone else for that matter that's listening, that you understand that that is not a kingdom thing. That is something else entirely because in the kingdom, there is no such thing as a cancel culture. Anyways, let me read this definition for you. The definition for fiction is invention or fabrication as opposed to a fact. Whatever is being said as far as that when you fail, it's final. When you fail, it's it's the end. You might as well give up. That sort of thing. That is a fabrication of a truth as this or an untruth, rather. Uh, it's a, a fabricated thing and a fabric, fabricated story. So a fiction is, um, again, let me read that one more time. I'm having some technical difficulties here. 
invention or fabrication as opposed to fact. Now, I will go back and remind you of a couple of stories that inspire me. And you can also reflect with me also, biblically, failures do not have final endings. They just don't. It doesn't happen. It's not supposed to be that way. And I'll get into a little bit more later. But right now, I want you to remember with me, uh, reflecting back on the story of Simon Peter, you find him falling in disappointment. And he lands in denial in Matthew chapter 28, and he's denying Christ. He fails there. But if you fast forward on his life, he preaches the day of Pentecost and was highly influential in the structure of the New Testament church, along with being the conduit of the outpouring to the Gentile revival starting in Cornelius' house. His story had some failure in it, but, but he was not final. And I'm afraid in the world that we live in, the cancel culture that we have, and looking at the church and the hyphen generation, that you're, you're, the things that you're facing, you are facing a cancel culture. And the problem is, is that on the outside, we can say we know. We can say, I know that, that God still loves me. I know that it's all still good. And I know that he died for me on Calvary and all these things. However, mentally, because we have this digital thing at the end of our uh, fingertips called a telephone or, or, or a cell phone or whatever you want to call it, 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 it speaks to us in a different way, and, and, and we feed our mind with this thing, and it's constantly giving us worldviews, and it's constantly impacting our spirit. So it's very careful, or it's very important how careful we are in what we're digesting and, and putting before us because it will try to impute that mindset on a Christian, and a Christian should not have a worldly mindset because it will cause you to start thinking like the world, and those two do not compute, and they will not work, and you will be unsuccessful in your journey if you allow the cancel culture mindset, excuse me, mindset, um, or that worldly mindset to be in your spirit. There are many stories, but uh, obviously you have Stories like Samson, he's arrested by defeat in between two pillars because he's, he's, he's failed miserably. His hair has been cut. His strength is gone. He's blind because they gouged out his eyes. And he's standing in between two pillars with his hands on him. And he just says these words, God, remember me. Hey, forgive me. In, in essence, forgive me. Remember me. Don't let me die here in failure. Let me do something that's going to erase and eradicate my, my, my dysfunction. And he does. The Bible says that Samson slayed more enemies in his final act than he did in the entire time that the Spirit of the Lord came upon him in, uh, in the Scripture. His final act was greater than his entire lifetime as far as overcoming adversaries. And that is the point of the whole situation. Failure to be final in the kingdom of God is fiction. So how do I make sure that my failure does not become final and I remain and it remains a story and, and chapters littered with fiction? The answer is I must stay in the kingdom. If I get out of the kingdom, then I have the opportunity or I have uh, put myself in the danger of being canceled because my spirit might die when I get outside of the kingdom. But if I just simply stay in the kingdom, if I simply just keep coming to church, keep praying, keep connected to the right people, keep making adjustments, keep fighting my way through certain situations and things of that nature, there is no such thing as a cancel culture. There is a such thing as grace and mercy following you or goodness and mercy following you all the days of your 
your life where where sin doeth abound, great does much more abound. Those are the type of things that are in the kingdom. So as long as those things are flowing in the kingdom, along with forgiveness and many other things, fruits of the spirit, there is no way that you can be involved in a cancel culture because God doesn't cancel you. He created you and he's not going to cancel you. So I'm going to hurry up. I'm going to move on. I'm going to run out of time. Uh, You can perhaps look back at Jonah. He was seated in destitute, facing overwhelming circumstances in the belly of a whale. I don't know what uh, situation you might find yourself in, but I can't imagine it being worse than looking at the inside stomach of a whale. I have no idea what that feels like. But I imagine it's pretty depressing to look and see around you a whale and knowing that you have just been eaten and you can't really go anywhere. There's no, there's not going to be any uh, meeting up with your friends on the weekends or making uh, uh, whatever. You're going to be sitting in the belly of the whale and you're going to hear this. Exactly. You're going to hear nothing. That's what it's going to be like. Uh, crickets, because you're not going to have anybody with you but yourself and maybe some other things that was eaten by the by the fish that might be able to talk back to you. I don't know. Hey, look at me. I'm trying to work on this thing. Uh, but anyways, I digress. Jonah did not die there. He has this thing and he gets spit out on the shore and he goes and he preaches sin or, or repentance to a sin city and they and they repent he does not end there in that scenario and in that situation here is the um what am I trying to say the advice yes the advice that I would like to give to you today and what I felt so inspired to say to you accepting failure as a final is accepting a spiritual death sentence failure this finality in my life means that I am not going to move forward. It will change my expectations, and I will slowly, uh, step by step, brick by brick, begin to take away things and, and move backwards rather than forward because time keeps going. So if I, even if I don't go backwards, time will continue to move forward, and things will continue to move forward. So therefore, as those things move forward, I automatically, by standing still, go backwards. Uh, Because the world, again, is spinning on its axis. And so if I'm just standing here, things are passing me by. And it's going to birth things in me that are going to end up canceling my spirit. Bitterness, disdain, bad attitude. These things are going to be produced. And I am going to find myself in a place that I become canceled as a Christian. But the issue is the only person that can cancel me or you as a Christian is the person looking at them in the mirror. Because God has given me power. God has given me authority and dominion over every adversary in my life. So therefore, God has also given me free will. So therefore, the only person that can cancel me in the kingdom is me. So how do I avoid canceling myself in the kingdom? It's very simple. The answer is this. Do not accept failure as final. It is a fictional story that the adversary will try to read to you. He will tell you you are no longer valued. He will tell you you are no longer uh, cared about. He will tell you you are no longer this or no longer that or you're out of chances or whatever it is. But just know this, our failure was the propelling purpose of his poignant plan to take on flesh and die on Calvary. And it would be a tragedy for your story to end as a fictional novel. 
when it was meant to be true, 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 because he created you for a great work. He created you and I to do a great thing and to be great. So for me to think of myself anything less than great or anything less than called of God or anything less than a child of God is a tragedy because it's a, it's a fictional story in my mind that the adversary has put into my imagination and I have bought into this thing and it does not belong in the kingdom of God. It simply does not belong in the kingdom of God. So today, I admonish you to take a look around. I admonish you to do some evaluation. I admonish you to see. What am I, what am I thinking about? I remember times in my life where I've made mistakes. I, I, I've sat on the, on the front porch uh, of my home and, and, and looking up at the stars thinking, man, I, I, I've lost my mind. I've lost it all. And I look up and I see a moon and it's very clear. The Lord starts talking to me and he asks me in the way that he does. He says, hey, do you see that moon? And I say, yes, God, I see the moon. And, and he says, yes, it's very ugly, isn't it? And it was. It was very ugly. It had craters and it was all, you know what the moon looks like. It was a night that was really clear and you could see it all and all this stuff. And it was ugly. And I was like, yes, Lord, I see the moon. It's very ugly. I see it. And he said, but you know what's special about the moon, Matt? In the way that he speaks to me, and he'll talk to you too if you'll listen. I said, no, Lord, I don't know. And he said, I'm going to tell you. He said, the moon is special because I have never lit a dark night with the sun. It's always been with an ugly moon. And so no matter where you find yourself at this moment, Matt, I'm going to light up a whole lot of dark nights with this ugly moon of your life. And I want to read to you one more scripture before we get out of here. It's Jose. Uh, if I can find it here where I had it written down. Oh, Israel, thou hast destroyed thyself. But the Lord says, but in me is thine help. It's never over. It's never over. If you in your mind you're saying it's over, it's done, there's an imagination uh, uh, that, that's opened in your brain and the adversary is finding his way in and he's saying, you've messed up, you've gone too far, it's, it's final, this is your final act, you're done, you're falling, you're on your face, it's over. Fiction, not facts. Because God says, try again. Stand up one more time. Stay in the kingdom. This is the greatest piece of advice that I could ever give you. Stay in the kingdom. Because at some point, if you just keep getting up, at some point, if you just keep pushing through, you will find your breakthrough. You will find your purpose and you will find freedom in your life. I hope this matters. I hope you understand how special you are. I hope that you understand that there is no such thing as a final act of failure in the kingdom of God because there is grace, there is mercy, there is the blood of the Lamb that can wash you clean and make you whole. So move forward believing God is going to use you because guess what? I'm here to tell you, hyphen, that He is going to use you. So be open, be available and be accessible to God. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Uh, go to church on Sunday and worship. Worship right now. Give God the praise that he deserves. I love you. I'm praying for you every day. God bless. Thanks for joining me again. I'll see you next time.